feel so much natural the last two times we recorded, and now I feel weird. Here we go, because we're really doing This time. Yeah. For real, for real this time. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have with me here Adrian. Hi, I'm Adrian. This is also Tally over here. Hi, I'm Tally. <laughs> and we are... Bite-sized podcast. Hey, that was really nice. I think we did a really good <laughs> job on that. Good. Yeah, we both I was did. trying to like, <laughs> it's like some natural response. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, so we're back again with another episode today. We're going to be talking about you know branching off and into the late aughts and early teens of the internet and its relationship to porn. Um, which is going to be really exciting. I don't know what you're laughing. But yeah, what have you been up to since the last time we recorded? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I've been, I've just been working like a whole bunch load. And, bunch uh, load? <laughs> oh, I was going to say butt load and then a bunch. <laughs> a bunch <laughs> came out. <laughs> this is, in here, so like, I feel like I'm like on like the question chair or whatever the yeah. you know the thing with the courts where you do the stuff. Yeah, right. Um, the witness stand. That's the one. There I'm on the stand, not the cool. question chair. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> no, I've just been I've been working a lot because I'm moving back to California in literally eight days, nine days. Shit. I think it's eight days. Is um, it? Oh my god. Aww. Yeah. Is it one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven? Yeah, I'm leaving in seven days, and I will be back in California. Seven days. Yeah, seeing how it's spooky season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, so I've really just been trying to like work as much as I can. Um, I've been hanging out with a friend, and we've been doing uh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> um, we've just been like you know watching stuff and. Doing games and things. <laughs> I feel like we should start over. Like, I feel like this got off to a really rocky start. Maybe we just need to like take a minute to like decompress. Can we do that? Great. You think it's going great? I feel really. I feel really. Am I flushed? Like I feel like I feel very hot right now. Um. Yeah, no, so I've just been doing that and, like, putting off moving and packing and doing things because I fucking hate it. Yeah, nobody likes it. Sucks. Uh, yeah. Sucks dicks. I have to, like, get rid of, like, so much fucking stuff, and I, like, still have to sell my TV, um, which is, like, a big thing that what I was hoping to get done. Huh? What do you got? It's a 55-inch Panasonic Viera. How many do you want for it? Um, well, I was trying to sell it for 200 I would sell it to a friend for, like, 150 I might know a guy who wants one. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Tell me if you do because, like, people... I don't know what it fucking is about the Facebook marketplace and people in this area not being able to fucking read. But, Jesus Christ, all the time I get people... Is this a smart TV? It says, like, not a smart TV. Right. And so it says, uh, hey, is this a smart TV? I'm like, no, no, it's not. And sure like, not. Well, thanks. And it's like, you live... Like, it is the year of our Lord, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Get it together. First of all, but anything that you plug into your fucking television, even fucking Blu ray players, have all of that, like Netflix, Hulu, apps, yeah. all that shit built into it. Smart TVs, their UI generally sucks dick. Dude, like, we, well, there's a smart TV sitting in front of us right now. Yeah. We still just use the PS4. Yeah, absolutely. It fucking sucks dicks. It sucks dicks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I don't understand why people would, like, want to pay for a smart TV, but won't, you know, like, buy the fucking $180 TV, and then fucking buy a $30 fucking Roku from Walmart, yeah. because the cheap ones are super fucking cheap. Yeah. And, you know, when students go back to school, like, when they do that fucking big, you know, what they're doing right now, because college, well, probably not, because it's, like, November now, yeah, but, yeah. you know, they have those, like, sales when college students are going off, it's oh, like, yeah. hey, buy this fucking thing. Because, well, and, like, like shopping convenient. day Friday is coming up. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. That whole... Turkey Friday or whatever. <laughs> Turkey Friday. Don't spend time with your family and give your life to capitalism yeah, Thursday, yeah, yeah. Friday yeah. slash thing. I prefer Cyber Monday myself. <laughs> Me too, because it means that I don't have to see people and or get trampled yeah. to death. And Newegg always has dope sales. Oh, yeah, they do. I have to do Don't do it. I have to do don't it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's been lingering. <laughs> oh, no. That's the worst <laughs> feeling in the world. Anyways, um, I need a new processor. Yeah, so I feel, yeah, yeah. But, so people don't know how to fucking read, and everybody wants a fucking smart TV, but smart TVs are fucking dumb. Like, it's like, yeah. you know. Smart TVs are dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? is like every single other UI for, like, every single other piece of equipment that you're going to plug into your TV at some point. Like, even shitty fucking bottom dollar Walmart Blu-ray players mm -hmm. usually have the fucking yeah. smart feature where you can, like, hook it up to Wi-Fi. Yeah, and for so sure. So easy your grandma could do it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so it's just, like, really irritating to me. That or it's, like, some guy, like, messed it. Like, it's a 55-inch fucking TV. Like, it's a big fucking TV. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a, it's a whole room thing right, where right. you like that's your like main tv like oh my god don't <laughs> right. token on fred i mean yeah look at this thing yeah it's like a monster and i just have it like seven feet from my face directly right. in front I mean, of my bed like look at us <laughs> right um so it's like a main room piece like you put that in your living room and like have like a smaller one in your room if that's like the kind of person that you are right it's a fucking really nice tv I'm as well as a monitor Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking fuck so yeah, dude. Dope. Dude, that'd be dope as fuck. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, people people just don't, like, they lowball all the time. It's like, That's this is the fucking... That's already such a low Well, yeah, like, 200, like, okay, so when I bought, when I was, like, had a big girl job, I bought a 55-inch TV, like a, like, a nicer one. I think it was actually, I think it was the same Vizio that you have here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think yours is a little bit bigger than mine was. Um... But I was, like, you know, it was Black Friday, and I was fucking making, like, two grand a paycheck. So I was like, dude, fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy myself a right. big-ass fucking TV. And even on, like, for a cheaper model, which is busy, I mean, they're great. Yeah. But they are, like, on the lower yeah. spectrum in terms of price, which is fine. Yeah. They're great TVs. Um, <clears throat> even on the lower spectrum is, like, that TV was still... Like three hundred fifty dollars or something like that. Right. Like it was still, and that was at, uh, at a fucking like Black Friday discount. Maybe it wasn't three hundred fifty. Maybe it was like two hundred and eighty or something like that. Right. But still, like this is like a fucking big ass Panasonic like like high end name brand television that I'm trying to sell for two hundred dollars, and people are like. Is this still available? One hundred dollars? Question mark. I'm like, no. You can literally eat my entire fucking asshole. <laughs> like, just put my intestines down your fucking throat. Just start sucking, bud, because that's not gonna fucking happen in a like, million also, can years. You, can you drive it to me? <laughs> yeah. Right. Also, can you deliver? Like, I'm like, no, dude. Get. You gotta be joking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> joking my ass. <laughs> Get out.
my ass and into my other ass. I'm sorry. Tell um, a spooky story directly into my ass. That's the best one. It's so good. Shout out to uh, Funny or Die. I'm really excited. Tourist. It was a good time. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing is trying to fucking sell and give away all my shit and get ready to move in like a week. <laughs> Literally a week. Yeah. But, Sounds uh, stressful. It's, it's not great. <laughs> it's right, right, not right. great. Um, what have you uh, What have you been up to for the week? Um, well, <clears throat> we have another burlesque show coming up in two Saturdays on the 9th. So my life has been consumed with that. Yeah. I've had to. I had to break out my my sewing machine. Yeah. Work on some costumes. Um, I one of my acts. I'm gonna be in three acts for this one. One of my acts. Um, I'm gonna be doing hula hooping. So I was in the studio doing some hooping and uh, fucking just clocked myself right in the fucking face. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Yeah, I thought my nose was gonna start bleeding because it was just like right on the bridge of my nose. Uh, luckily, all that happened was my eyes watered out of my head. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Like the new. <laughs> yeah. So that's been pretty cool. But yeah, that's been taking up my life. And um, we've been still slowly remodeling, as you can see. Yeah, the floor looks great. <sighs> yeah, he was doing so, a great job on the tile. Yeah. yeah. He so showed me a picture been, of work like, the other day. Adult stuff. Yeah. And slutty stuff, I guess. Slutty adults. Slutty adult stuff in my life. Yeah. <laughs> big, big same. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. So, like you said, we we're going to kind of jump into some uh, some new age stuff, some stuff pertaining to the actual age in which we live. Um, so, yeah, still yeah, relatively yeah. history, but, you know. Yeah. I, um, I'm going to... I'm going to tell you... Ooh, tell me a story. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's about modern erotica. Ooh. I'm excited. <laughs> You're gonna tell me about a story about stories? What? <laughs> yeah. So um, I I started looking into just erotica in general because um, it's one of those things like I know it's there, but I don't know much more than that. You right. know? Right. 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 Um, I. Not surprising, like, love poems and, like, similar erotic style things have been around since written language started. Right. Um, Like, the oldest love poem ever found is in a museum right now, and it's from, like, I don't remember what A.D. and B.C. mean. A.D. is Anio Domini, which means the year of our Lord, so that's after Jesus. Okay, so before... B.C. is before Christ. Okay, so... Before Christ is older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ starts. Christ starts here. The buck stops here. Christ starts here. Okay, so it yeah. Is... So in the year of our Lord. So that means that Jesus has been born and lived okay, and died. Okay, sure. And then sure, BC sure, sure, sure. is before Christ okay, died. Okay. So uh, the oldest love poem ever found was just like chiseled into a tablet, and it is older than Christ by over 2,000 years. Damn. Yeah. That's old as fuck. Dude, fucking so old. <laughs> um, but it's on, a, it's on display in a museum, which I thought was pretty pretty neat. Um, so yeah, and then, you know, just like every ancient culture has some love poems that have surfaced, and 
things like that. And like the Renaissance period was filled with love poems. Oh yeah, that's like everybody was just fucking. That's what they did. Everybody's just fucking. <laughs> Everyone's just fucking and writing. And that's the dick. That's that's the dick. <laughs> that's the dick right there. So suck that, that dick. The comic is like it's like Iron Man and uh, and uh, fucking Captain Mar- or Captain America, and it's like sounds like you need an Iron Man to give you the straight dick. Yeah, so it's like an old phrase. So like oh, I didn't God. I didn't mean to use sure, that, but it yeah, still works. Sure, 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 it sure, works. Sure. It's a pun <laughs> that I didn't mean for it to happen. Right. So I do want to um, make a quick correction on myself from, I think it was the first episode where I talked about Fanny Hill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I said it was the first erotic novel ever, um, and it wasn't, but it was the first erotic novel that put everything, erotic novels as we know it, on the map. Right, right, right. what Fanny Hill was. Yeah, it was like the most, It's it was like the, the fucking, forefront. Yeah. It was the straight dick. It was the fucking straight dick. <laughs> <laughs> but there were other ones. Um, notably, I was reading about, there was, like, a lot of, uh, like, collections, like, little short story around. Oh, like, stuff. one-offs is what they yeah, call that. Yeah, one-offs. Uh, <laughs> thrown together in I know, books. You ever periodicals now? is what they were called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, to this day, periodicals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of them is called The Pearl, and um, I fucking read it before. I oh, yeah? I didn't read it cover to cover because it was fucking old and boring, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a collection of erotic tales from, like, the 1800s, like, the late 1800s. I mean, it makes sense because, like, if all of your foreplay is literally just taking off a woman's corset and clothes, then, like, I can understand how the sex would be pretty meh. Yeah. There's it's a lot of effort. Like, fields and fucking butt stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna plow you in a field. I'm gonna plow your field. <laughs> hey man, you gotta fucking make hay while the sun shines in South Dakota. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not gonna say it. I want to really bad. Though. I know, right? <laughs> um, so, people uh, were writing around about um, fucking, and it became more popular just as. As it does, you know. Yeah, the Victorian erotica, obviously, it was there. Um, it didn't do anything, really, to further the <clears throat> genre. Um, and then in the 20th century, things start to, like, kind of take off. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do this little time. Um, Sweet it, hand motion. Yeah. Making sky cupcakes or fucking, what is it? <laughs> Making biscuits. biscuits. Making biscuits, yeah. Uh, so it starts, to, it starts to take off. Um, lesbian and gay pulp fiction, like, fucking skyrocketed in the 20th century, uh-huh. which was super cool. Um, one of them being The Price of Salt, which they made a movie about a couple years ago. Okay. And I, when I was still a college student, I signed up for a fiction class, a literary class, and it was all gay and lesbian books. (laughs) Books. Books. And that was on the reading list. Um, No. So I have it. I never read it because the class got canceled. Because we're in the middle of South Dakota. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody wanted to read about it. (laughs) 
But yeah, you want to take still... this class about a bunch of gay sex in the middle of like, the red state? Yeah. Well, yeah, I would be too, but I think the there's rest only like four of us that signed it. But I kept the books because I was like, yeah. yeah. I bet that professor was probably super bummed. She was, sucks. yeah. We yeah. talked about it later. She does a lot of cool classes. Dope. But um, in the 20th, 21st century, um, lady authors started to take the erotic or, like erotic fiction world by storm. Yeah. And this is kind of the landscape that we see this, this very day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when ladies started to be like, fuck, I'm going to just write porn stuff. This yeah. is when we start seeing, like, the weird branch off, like, yeah. steampunk erotica, yeah. paranormal we erotic a, romance. We have an erotic author that's actually quite famous from this area. She oh. used to write cowboy erotica. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah do yeah. you remember? Yep. Do you know yep. what I'm talking about? Yep, yeah, do, yep. me and her daughter was, like, super good <laughs> friends in high school, and, like, she writes normal books, too. And so <laughs> I knew that you wrote normal books, and she's like, yeah, my mom writes cowboy porn. We're, yeah, like, dude, super rich because that of was it, like, so. Um, a big part of the wiki, all this information came from wiki, that was a big part of it. There's, like, a whole fucking paragraph about Western erotica, which was... <clears throat> cowboy butts so, really do drive me dude, nuts. Dude, they super do. <laughs> um, but at this point, everybody knows about Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It, Fucking took, you can't not. Yeah, it took the world by storm. Um, it sold just just so you are aware of this, because I wasn't. I knew it was like super popular, mm-hmm. um, but it was on bestseller lists all over the world. It sold over 125 million copies worldwide by June 2015, and I'm sure it sold more since then because Jesus Christ. It was translated into 52 languages. Okay. And it set records in the United Kingdom as the fastest selling paperback of all time. Just straight Jeez. paperback. Jesus. Right? It was fucking insane. So we tie this back to the internet because Fifty Shades of Grey started off as Twilight fan fiction. Right. I did hear that. Yeah. I haven't really... Okay. So I... I was at, when I worked in the Grand Tetons, I had a girl that was, like, that was in my same dorm. Like, we didn't share a dorm room, but she was in my same dorm, and she was, like, super fucking obsessed with the Fifty Shades of Grey books. And so, like, I read, like, parts of them, and it's just, it's deeply, deeply troubling, the material. And that's the thing for me is it's, like, especially, like... Like, I watch a fuck... I watch, like, a decent amount of porn in my life. Like, I I have collected... I've seen a lot of stuff. (laughs) I've seen a lot of stuff. Right, right. Um, And so I know what's out there, but I also, like, have friends that are sex workers and have friends that have, like, done, like, femdom stuff and, like, all that kind of stuff. So I I know that there are boundaries and there are, you know, things... and, And for people, a lot of times, like, it helps them work past their traumas, whereas this seems, like, very much like a Stockholm Syndrome yeah. expression of trauma. I know this got a lot of pushback <coughs> in the BDSM world because it wasn't true to their rules in life. Yeah. But on the other hand, was it ever supposed to be? I mean, it was fan fiction. Right. But that's my thing is it's like I feel like it's giving like even if it's just because it was so popular, I feel like it's putting the wrong 
idea of what that kind of relationship is into people's hands right. and in people's heads. And when people do things like that, it can be like dangerous for people. All right, but and it I mean, can like, look at um, the Joker and Harley Quinn. Their yeah, relationship I, yeah. is fucking terrible. Yeah, and, and people that's fucking even fawn over more it. people's hands than Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, this is very true. This is very true. My thing, I want so I watched all the movies. <laughs> like, I, I like didn't. totally love them. Were they good? Should I watch it? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, they're like good movies. And fucking what's his name? The guy, the Irish the dude. dude. In the suit. Yeah, the dude in the suit. Fucking hot. Like <laughs> so fucking hot. Weren't they only PG thirteen um, though? No. No. I thought they were. No, definitely not. They were rated okay. R for sure. Maybe maybe the first one wasn't. I have to Google this. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure they're all definitely rated R. Um, but I watched I watched all of them because he's super fucking hot. Dornan something. I can't remember what his name is. Um but I watched all of them and like the first one especially was like really hard for me to deal with because I couldn't it's the introduction of, like, their whole relationship. Here's spoiler alert, by the way. Um, okay. But uh, it's the first introduction of their relationship, and he does all this, like, crazy shit, like, that's, like, so not okay and, like, so fucking stalkery and crazy and creepy that I'm just, like, I I was so, like, emotionally confused because I thought that it was, like, I was, like, am I watching a horror movie right now or am I watching, like, a steamy romantic oh, right. movie? Because, like, it did. It was, like, it gave me, like, horror movie vibes. Like, he's gonna, like, pop up and, like, slit her throat or some shit. Shit. Jamie okay. Dornan. Yeah. Oh, God, he's so hot. <laughs> okay, I think they were rated R. There was something recently that was PG-13 that everybody was, like... Why is this PG-13? fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. I didn't see them... I don't know, it was, like, trash TV. Like, I, I watched, like, a lot of trash TV. Yeah, <laughs> because I fucking it's love like, trash TV. Yeah, so. Anyways. Uh, yeah, anyways. So, uh, super cool that some lady was just writing Twilight fanfiction and everybody was getting so fucking swampy in their underwear about it that she wrote books and, yeah, you know, that's what she does. I don't know what she's doing <laughs> I mean, probably just being fucking super rich. <laughs> like, on a yeah. beach somewhere, you know? Um... So the cool thing about erotic fiction these days is um, you can now just publish straight to Kindle. You can just do that yourself. Like, you read book fucking straight to Kindle, which works out really well for erotic novels because, you know, there's the shame of purchasing an erotic novel. Right. It's like the same thing as, like, going into the, you know, the the glass bead section. Yeah, so now it's, like, on your Kindle. You don't have to fucking have it sitting on your shit Mm -hmm. and as an author you don't have to print them if you don't want to so i fucking looked so hard for this episode um i listened to some podcast i don't remember if it was freakonomics or maybe death sex and money but it was one of the podcasts that i listened to Mm -hmm. um they did an episode talking about people that write erotic novels Mm -hmm. For a living, mm-hmm. and this one lady, she, she, I don't think she ever said her name because her family doesn't know what she does. Um, and I think she started writing erotic novels with the straight to Kindle thing, just as like a way to make ends meet. Yeah, and she's making so much fucking money doing it that she doesn't have another job. Fuck yeah, I want to do that. I'm just, a really good writer, right? She just fucking Can... writes trash erotic novels publishes them straight to kindle and then 
just fucking makes money. Makes mad money. I'm fucking here for it. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, another thing that has come out of modern erotic novels is the, um, the podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno. Have you heard about this? Oh, what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I kind of, I'm not going to lie, like, I kind of glanced over at your screen a little bit, and I saw my dad wrote a porno, and I thought, <laughs> my dad did. I thought you were going to talk about your father writing a no, porno, and I was no, like, no. oh my god. <laughs> no, um, no, there's a podcast called My Dad Wrote a Porno, and it's this dude who found, like, his dad's erotic novel that he wrote, so, like, every episode is him reading from his dad's erotic novel. <laughs> Is his father the most embarrassed human on the face of the planet? You know, I don't know. Is he going to have Dad on to come, like, talk about it? I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't listened to the whole thing. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, super great. really amazing. But um, the most beautiful thing about these straight-to-Kindle erotic novels is how fucking weird they get. Um, Because there's Amish erotic novels. There's, like... Anamorph erotic novels, and there's even right um, erotic novels where people travel through time and fuck dinosaurs. Dang! <laughs> Talk about the sound of fucking thunder. More like them <laughs> clapping them cheeks. <laughs> fucking raptor dicks. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Yeah, people so are fucking weird. Literally, I love it. There's literally an erotic novel for everyone. Yeah, I mean, rule. What is it? Rule thirty-four. If it exists, there's porn of it. Yep. So. uh... Yeah, I don't know. Did you ever uh, did you ever have like a live journal or like go to like fanfiction.net? Uh, so yeah, I yeah. actually <laughs> I have a pretty well-reviewed and uh, viewed uh, fanfiction about Final Fantasy 12 that I wrote when I was like 16. It's like 56,000 words. Like it's like oh chapters. Like it like went on for a while. People like messaged me. It was like, please come back. And I like, cause, like I'm an adult now. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, I don't care about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I like that was kind of like. There was a lot. There was a lot. Shit, <laughs> like, dude. Any, any fucking, anything that you can, like, any fandom that you have or anything like that, and even on, like, fanfiction.net, which is, like, mostly PG on the surface of it, right, right, you right. can still find, like, mature content. 100%. That sure. and fucking LiveJournal. Um, is LiveJournal find... still hanging out? Um, I don't know if it's still LiveJournal, but there's, like, a couple of, of journaling, blogging, uh, communities that are, like, similar to it. When I was, um, I was looking up, like, something for Red Dead 2, uh, and stumbled upon a really saucy AU fanfic, oh. uh, between a, um, uh, an original character, O.C. is what the kids call them, yep. and, uh, Arthur Morgan. Okay. So, okay. I read a little bit of that and was instantly terrified. Also, the writing was super terrible, so I couldn't... <laughs> I just couldn't, you know. Right, right. Indeed. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> so, quick cue. Mm-hmm. If you were to write an erotic novel and say, like, three days just to put it out on Kindle, what would be your hook? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, what would be hook? your weird niche? What would be my weird niche? If I only had three days to write it, I would probably do... 
like last day on earth apocalypse okay. like literally oh, nuclear bombs are dropping and these like johnny and debbie are in the office and like they know it's like the end of the world and johnny's like debbie i've been looking at your ass over the computer screen for <laughs> five years and all i want to do right now is fuck <laughs> <laughs> and they just you know go they go to town on it and then they realize that they're in love and then they die classic thanks <laughs> I'm here for it. Write it up. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, actually, shit. now that there I think go, about it, <laughs> yeah, maybe not Johnny and Debbie. Those are some. <laughs> I don't know if I could those write are some those fucking names. apple pie names. <laughs> right, those are some apple pie ass names. I, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, well what do you? What about you? Um, I don't know. I you had it right, ready to go. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my mind went there, but that's. Like it's like you have you have three days to do this and then it's the end of the world. Like, I would probably do something with. insanely cliche, like car mechanic or something. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. He's like, my car broke down. I'll change your oil or whatever. How <laughs> <laughs> get you lubed up? <laughs> That's gross. That's so gross to me. I dip my stick in or whatever they say. <laughs> Check out her oil can. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> pretty oh, lady. God. Ever heard of blinker fluid? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeez. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. On that lovely note. Um, so, now that we're kind of caught up to, like, modern times, I'm really excited because we get to talk about social media and we get to talk about, like, porn sites as we know them today. Um, so, of course, I feel like, especially in relation to social media, the first thing that comes up when you think of a porn website is... X-Hamsters. <laughs> that was not the answer I'm looking for, but I love the fact that you diversify, because I do as well. <laughs> I'm an XNXX person, okay, so, okay, yeah, okay, it's pretty okay. decent. Yeah, they got good daily compilations. Cool. It's, it's a good time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Pornhub. Oh yeah, Pornhub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boy. Shit. Yeah, okay. Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> never the first on my Bing search. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, you using a. Uh, the new update for Internet Explorer, then, yeah? No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so Pornhub, of course, was founded in 2007. Um, so originally Pornhub was actually, it was a network. So it was a Pornhub network. So it had a bunch of different, um, like, sites joining it. So things like YouPorn and RedTube. But most of the time, like, whenever you would go there, it would also be, like, a charge for those things as well. Oh, right, so it's right. like, so that's when people started, like, branching out. I mean, sometimes you could get, like, little clips of things, but to pay, like, for... for that paywall? Yeah, dude, that exclusive content. You gotta, yeah. And that's where you get things like UJIS. Oh, <laughs> my God. Was, which was, like, my go-to for a minute. Because <laughs> you did. You go to the web, and was that's what you do. Was it you or was it Y-O-U? No, it's Y-O-U. Oh, like, shit. YouTube. Okay, like, everything was... fucking classy. <laughs> yeah, dude, everything was a play on YouTube at that point. Shit. Um, yeah, so... Pornhub, of course, was a hub of porn. <laughs> and and um, huh. so uh, going through with 
Pornhub, you also have all of your distribution websites that still had those, you know, pay-to-play kind of access things. So things like Kink.com, things like Bang Brothers, things like Bang Bus, things like Fake Taxi. These are all names that you see that kind of come up. And while I did try and do research into um, porn stars as celebrities, the vast majority of things that you saw was mostly just these content distributors. Right. Um, so, and of course, like, not to, like, sound like a dick or anything like that, but generally, based on preferential tastes, there is, like, kind of a little bit of a shelf life for porn stars. Right. Um, because most people, the vast majority of people statistically, sorry, excuse me, statistically look up things like barely legal Ugh, and... That shit freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, dude, isn't it fucking that gross? That freaks me out. I, I don't understand... I don't know. It, like, really, it gets to me, especially right now, because in modern times, there's, like, a huge conversation about the the whole idea between um, men dating very, very, very much younger women than them, or, like, the whole thing that was happening for a second with the LGBT crowd that was, like, trying to fight against pedophiles that wanted to be part yeah, of the LGBTQ fucking culture. Yeah, what was that like, about? I don't know, and it's still it ongoing. bold move of them. Yeah, Jeez. like, it's, like, a whole fucking, so, like... And then, of course, now we have everything with, like, the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing and, like, everything. It's, like, really fucking weird. And especially as a woman to, like, be fetishized, like... I remember when I was younger, like, my mom didn't let me shave my legs for a really long time. Because she was, like, shaving your legs is... For she was like a weird, <laughs> like she's awesome, but she was like very, very, very feminist while I was growing up. So she's right, like, right. fucking shaving your body hair is just a way to get men to like want you because men are attracted to modern men are attracted to prepubescent girls and that's what it does. And if you want to get a real man that like actually cares about you, then don't do it. I don't know. It was like a whole thing. <laughs> she had a fucking stance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and so it's a thing that has like continued to happen. Like, um. Even you can see it in modeling as well. It's oh, like yeah. women, the the younger that they look or the younger that you can keep them for the longest amount of time. Like I understand an obsession with youth, I get that. But to objectify it to that degree in a sexual way, really fucking weird. Super weird. To me, anyways. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so the vast majority of the time that you see porn stars that are household names is things like Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Stormy Daniels, you know, of course, who had sex with the current president yeah. of the yeah. United yeah. States. Well, was he cheating on his wife at the time? Yeah. Yeah, he was cheating on his <laughs> wife to have sex with Stormy Daniels, who is a porn star. Who wouldn't? I mean, yeah. She's just <laughs> a fucking hot... She's a wild dame, for sure. But, uh... Yeah, so they, they have to do something, like, outside of just being a, a porn star, which sounds, yeah. like, really harsh, but they have to, like, write a memoir, be well, in yeah, a crazy sex how, scandal how with the they, president yeah. of the United States. Like, How else would they, you know, breach into household... Like, the um, back in the day when they had that reality show about the, the Playboy bunnies that lived in the mansion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that brought it to, like, people's attention uh, because it was brought into the public eye. Um, so one of my favorite porn stars who I did try and reach out to her on Twitter because I don't know I like like I've seen like a decent amount of her work and um I think that she's a cool chick she actually 
um, has done a lot of things. So she's a year older than me. Here, check her out. She's got fucking spiderweb fucking tattoos oh, on her titties. Yeah. She's, first of all, she's super fucking cute. She looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she'd be a fucking, yeah, she looks like a fucking friend, man. Like, I'd fucking hang out. I'd fucking definitely hang out with Bonnie Rotten. Um, Rotten has over 30 tattoos, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. So, the cool thing about Bonnie Rotten is, like, she, like, hit the fucking scene in the AVN Awards, and she won, like, fucking Best Actress, like, or Best Performer, of Best Female Performer of the Year. First, like, first year running. Oh, and she um, got Best Group Sex, sex scene. scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look at that. So, 2014, she, like, entered the scene, fucking, boom, hit the ground running. Um, and then on top of that, afterwards, like, she went on to, like, not only just do that, but she's also, like, gone on to, like, produce, and she's gone on to direct, and I think right now she's, like, producing her own clothing line. Like, she's just, like, that's fucking cool, yeah, honestly. Like, cool. maybe not a household name, but it's, like, that's the kind of shit that I want to see is, like, especially women in the industry, like, breaking through and, like, doing other things because yeah. they're passionate about it. You might as well. It. Yeah, because it, that's the thing is, like... The way that we see and consume pornography today, I feel like, is really truly an art form. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's cool to see things like this. So for, like, moving from that into the AVN Awards. So the AVN is, like, they're, like, the Oscars of porn, essentially. Right? I think that's exactly what they call it, is the Oscars of porn. It started out in 1984, and then it started becoming actually uh, broadcast on... <clears throat> Sorry, on Showtime in 2008. So that's kind of like bringing it into the modern age of like being recognized by right. many people. And so then you see like porn stars receiving recognition. They're getting like a full on awards show. And now the problem is, is like there was for a time period where I was really super interested in this stuff. And so like I was like watching them like, watching the porn awards and, like, relating it to the things that I'd seen. Um, But now I'm so far out of... (laughs) I mean, like, I was in, like, a serious relationship, so it wasn't really a thing for me. But I remember... You remember Pirates? Pirates the Musical? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, one could call it that for sure. No, Pirates was, like, one of the first, like, I feel like, well-recognized porn parodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they make fun of it in... That's the one. Cool. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Was it Arrested Development that made it a made a joke about it? Probably because I'm doing it. Yeah, but um. So since 2008, the ceremonies aired in a form edited for time on Showtime, which is usually broadcast in a 90 minute time slot. The categories are things like Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, but basically it's the same thing as the fucking Oscars. But there's also Best Anal Scene. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> things like that. Um, originally, um, originally it was part of CES in Las Vegas, which was the contru- Consumer Electronics Show, which is interesting, of course, because we were talking about... Um, when we first started doing this podcast, I was like, oh, I watched The Deuce and they had the, the CES thing. Um, so that's where we first started to talk about how the adult film industry was branching into the tech industry. Um, and the event started out as <clears throat> an adult offering, um, which attracted as many as 100,000 visitors in addition to those attending CVS and the, or sorry, CES. And then the show became a separate event and initially moved to Caesars Palace. 
dope. But has since moved to various venues within Las Vegas. Um, and of course, because of how big of a broadcast it were, that's when you have some of the names that you recognize. So things like Sasha Gray or Brie Olsen, which were, I believe, both in Pirates, which was the Caribbean. Okay, 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 Pirates okay. of the Caribbean porn parody. Um, and it's around that time and a little later when we start seeing singular porn stars become popular point of celebrity. Of course, Sasha Gray went on to be a Hollywood actress, but then you also see things, like I said, Stormy Daniels. Mia Khalifa was a really big name for a long time. I think she's doing other things now. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, like I was talking about, my favorite, um, Bonnie Rotten. But uh, recently, you know, these names change pretty, yeah. pretty quickly. So... Um, this is the, a time capsule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, like, literally just, like, a little blip of, like, kind of how it comes to be. Because then what you see is a lot of women working independently um, with booking agencies to, like, get to different roles and then also managing themselves on things like social media. So I follow <clears throat> just because, you know, I enjoy content or because I think that they're funny or things like that, which um, Vice's Motherboard has a great article about this, which I've got pulled up here, which is that Twitter has made it impossible to ignore, sorry, to ignore the reality of sex work. Because if you follow a sex worker on Twitter, like, you see every, it's like, it's not just, like, going to be their premium content, it's also going to be, you know, uh, fucking, like, <laughs> went to fucking Taco Bell today, got a fucking chicken gnarly shit later. Like, I mean, right. not necessarily, but, <laughs> like, oh, man, I made a huge mistake with that one. Like, you're also, like, seeing somebody, like, you're seeing the inside of someone's like, life and, like, how they're... Instead of just the inside of their bodies. Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, instead of using porn stars or sex workers as a tool for masturbation, you're actually having an open conversation right. with them, which I think is kind of something that's important to the industry. Yeah. Because not only can you cater to someone's taste and get, like we'll mention, you know, later, very specific fetishizations of things, you're also getting to see this person as a person. Right. Well, and, like, look at Snapchat. Yeah. Everybody can fucking, anybody can sell a premium Snapchat. Yeah. We could get a premium Snapchat. <laughs> Bite size podcast. Buy my premium content. It's just going, shit, we gotta do something. Right. Here, take this beer with me. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, so, like, there's, Snapchat was, like, a huge thing because Snapchat, you could take pictures that it would be, you know, erased instantly. Of course, Snapchat has upgraded their features so you can do things like send things which can be saved. You can, Ooh, I'm so sorry. I have, like, a sneeze, burp, yawn coming <laughs> out, and I had to just, like, get everything out right. at the same time. I apologize. Um, so Snapchat has now gone on to be able to do things like send, you know, videos that last for longer. You can also replay snaps. And, of course, you have your story that everyone can see for 24 hours. And you can save that story in your memories and repost it. Like, so all of these features have kind of <clears throat> integrated to make it much more of an experience. So you have Twitter. You have Snapchat. Not really seen a whole lot on Facebook. Right. Facebook seems Not relatively PG. Surprised. Um, but Tumblr, like the huge thing with Tumblr, oh, yeah, Tumblr. when, um, what was it? Uh, T-Mobile? No, not T-Mobile. Um, AT&T, I think, bought Tumblr. 
Was that last year? Two, I want to say two years ago. Okay, okay. Um, so they bought Tumblr, and they instantly decided yeah. that they were going to make... First of all, they, like, enabled the safety mode. Yeah. Which was, like, you could choose whether or not you wanted to see pornographic content or not. But then, of course, like tags are not going to necessarily always be coherent and what some people, you know, deem adult content is going to be different than what yep. other people do. So there was like a whole a whole thing. So they just fucking took Tumblr, like took the porn off Tumblr oh, and Tumblr I went remember. down the drain. Like I haven't been back to Tumblr in fucking no forever. No one has. I yeah. can tell you that. Because right they, they had the best porn on Dude, Tumblr. seriously. The best you porn. fucking work out how to do their algorithms right? Yeah. Porn constant porn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, 100%. I actually, um, <laughs> so because I follow sex workers and, like, people that like sex workers' content or people that are in, like, the fetish community, um, because I follow them on Twitter, I see a lot of weird shit, and Twitter has this wonderful feature where if somebody else likes something, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it would show up on your yeah. timeline. And I was actually having lunch at Independent Ale House, which probably, I was having lunch, <laughs> And Noah was there, and I scrolled past the video, and I, like, almost threw my phone, and it was somebody peeing into someone's ass. <laughs> and then me and Noah just went back and forth oh, for, yeah. like, 20 minutes about fucking peeing in butts. Yep, dude. People <laughs> pee in butts. Yeah, which is fine. It's totally okay if that's, if that's your fucking thing. Go for it. But it was really funny. What did we call it? The, uh... Give her the old Florida Philip. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was real bad. Real bad. Sutton was in on it for a couple seconds. Like, Aw, Sutton. Yeah. Baby, baby Sutton. S baby. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I might edit that part. <laughs> I don't know how he, how he feels about peeing in butts, but... Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, Call him up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Do you remember that conversation we had? Um, <laughs> anyways, so you have all of these social networking sites. You have everything connecting everyone together. And then you mix that with sex workers who are now working independently, kind of similar to how they were at the very beginning. Right. So, like, we're seeing a common theme here. Like, you know, something becomes a thing. It gets picked up and industrious. And then, you know, the people that make money off of it are going to make crazy money off of it, exploit the people that are actually trying to provide quality content, and they're going to go back to doing it on their own. Right. Um, so that's pretty much... <laughs> the long and short of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the arm gesture that I made. Um, so, it, I mean, they all tie in together. You have um, the social media at least nowadays, social media is such a huge, a huge part of both porn and sex work. Yeah. And, um, now that, I mean, next episode we're going to talk about SESTA and FOSTA, which are two of the laws that are trying to go into place right now to quote unquote stop sex trafficking. But of course those are mostly working against sex workers right. to be able to put their content somewhere where they feel safe and comfortable getting clients, um, which Twitter does a lot as well. I mean, <clears throat> anybody can sell their foot pics on Twitter. Dude, It's real. super, super easy. If you're a relatively decent-looking person, or if you're not, if you're just really into it and dedicated, it's like any job. If you, you got, got some fucking nice arches. <laughs> yeah, dude, if you got them sweet anks. <laughs> slang for ankles that <laughs> I just made up on the fly. Um, nah, but if, like, if you're really dedicated, like, it's like any job. Like, you post... Yeah. 
you know, you post constantly, you have to make sure that you're creating content, you have to do all this stuff. And so Twitter is a really good outlet for it. In fact, I think Twitter is probably the, the most influential outlet for sex workers right yeah. now because the community is so large. And once they took away adult content from Tumblr, people couldn't do they it on Tumblr anymore. They everywhere else. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I looked into being a cam girl because I was, like, super tired of being poor and having literally four jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, if I could just narrow this down. <laughs> right. Uh, but then I realized that it is, like, a fuck ton of work. Like, you have to yeah. do it all the time yeah. or you're not going to make money. Right. It's not something you can do, like when you feel like it because you'll have real right. clientele you yeah have to you have to collect locals or whatever yeah. and then i was like no i'll just keep four jobs <laughs> yeah i'll keep doing the four <laughs> jobs i don't know about showing off my fanny hill the randos on the internet for <laughs> because that's the thing is like you have to like and you have to know like you have to dial in your audience you have to find and hook what they call whales which are people that, like, give you big donations. Yeah. I did camera line for, like, two seconds. Because <laughs> um, it was the same thing. Like, I, right. like, kind of tested the waters, and then I was like, I can't, like, stay home doing this. for time to do this. Yeah, no, it's not yeah. my thing. And sneak peek, we will be doing an interview with a cam girl. Yay! I'm excited. Soon, so. Yeah. Send us your... Questions. Yeah, please. Like as a as a quick segue from that, social media is a really wonderful thing and a really wonderful place, and you should definitely tweet at us um, at Bite Size Podcast and also email us at Bite Sized Podcast at Gmail All of your lovely sexy stories. Just tell us everything that relates to you and sex and the internet and porn and everything. Yeah. Just like send us, you know, your fucking send us your fanfic. Yeah. Send us your erotic novel. We'll fucking like, it, we'll fucking, we will read it on air, but we really do need this content so that we can make our last episode for the series a really special one. Yeah. So uh, if you could just do that for us, that'd real be quick. great. That'd be lit. So to end this episode, uh, we're just gonna drive down celebrity sex tape lane. <laughs> Ooh. Um, because celebrity sex tapes going off of like um like porn stars that became household names. Yeah. Um celebrities also try to get a piece of that porn pie. Oh yeah. <laughs> um so these are always maybe not always, but mostly amateur style. Right. And which is popular. Which is super popular. Uh, they're often leaked with or without the celebrity's knowledge, but sometimes they do just sell them. Right. I don't understand how they could be, like, quote-unquote leaked, though. Revenge like, I don't, like... Dude. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I get that, but, yeah. like, celebrities that do... Like, celebrities do that? Yeah. Like, knowing that your name yeah. is also going to be associated yep, to it? because uh, Rob Lowe, for instance, of Parks and Rec fame in... Um, 1988... I didn't know this until I read about this. Oh, fuck. Um, in 1988, his porn shit got leaked mm-hmm. and it like fucked his career I wrote damaged his career until the turn of the millennium <laughs> wow so, nice little token for you thank you um, thank you but yeah he faced a lot of controversy for it and it damaged his career and uh, yeah, he filmed himself having sex with two ladies that he met in a nightclub, and it got leaked. Like you do. 
Yeah, like one does. And it got leaked, and his career just fucking tanked. And then, uh... He, um... Yeah, he obviously is doing fine now. So. Right, I mean, like, you can't have a face like Rob Lowe and then just, yeah. like, get tanks because of that. He's yeah. also actually very talented, yeah. so... Yeah, the Willennium's been good to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other... I'm just gonna go through and just read some fun, notable standouts that I thought were okay. standouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody knows about Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. That yeah. was, like, fucking choice. That was... I've never seen it. Should, it was, should I look it up? Yeah, you should. It was, like... It, I didn't even know what a sex tape was, because this... It got um, released, I guess, in 98. Yeah. yeah. And if I remember correctly, they're, like, on a fucking speedboat and shit. It's yeah, just like fucking on a speedboat. Fucking dude, that's and dope. <laughs> Tommy Lee hangs so much dong, dude. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, she had one with him, and then she also had one with Brett Michaels. Well, yeah, obviously. that came out in two thousand five. Fucking rock. Two thousand five. Brett Michaels, though. Come on. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, Tommy so, Lee's still like a good-looking dude. I think it's just because I sat down. No. We just have new neighbors across the street, and they actually use their backdoor light. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, other notables. Um, China. This is important to me, because China was one of my favorite WWE wrestlers. Okay, okay. Uh, so, she had a sex tape, which is super dope to me. But she was, like, real fucking into it. And okay. uh, she did One Night in China. And then she made, like, appearances and stuff in other, like, videos. Um, another one was called Another Night in China. <laughs> one Night in China, then Another Night in China. Yeah. She also had, she did a pornographic film for Vivid Video entitled Backdoor to China. <laughs> wow. All right. Fucking getting it. Vivid was one of the ones that we talked about. Wasn't that, like, one of the original porn sites? Yeah, I think Vivid? so. Yeah. Um, she also did one for them as a parody of the Avengers, and she was the She-Hulk. I have to find that. <laughs> I must. Um, other notables, Fred Durst. Fucking Fred Durst. I saw the fucking name on the phone. Fred Durst. Nobody wants that. Everything sucks. Everything. Everyone <laughs> sucks. Everyone sucks. Everything's fucked. Yeah. Was his sex tape titled, It's Just One of Those Days? Oh my god. <laughs> it was leaked by a repairman by the way, who had, who was repairing his computer. That's a fucking weird... Yeah. Hey, man, so, I'm here to repair your computer. <laughs> he, yeah, he sued Gawker and nine others for $70 million. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, shit gets leaked. Yeah, okay. Um, Tanya Harding had okay. one. Fuck yeah. Um, Chelsea Handler had one, which I didn't know about. Um, I bet that'd be good. Chelsea, is, Chelsea looks like she's full of just like sexual energy all the time. Yeah, I love it's, her. It, what's super great about it is apparently it's um, it's split between her performing comedy and then having sex. So it's like fuck yeah, yeah awesome. Dude. It's like back to back. She's yeah, like yeah. a tiger in both arenas. <laughs> <laughs> so here for yeah, it. Yeah, fucking gotta find that one. Um, Paris Hilton was a really big one um, at the time because. At the time it was released, 2003, Paris Hilton was fucking on top of the world. She was right. everything that happened. She was so hot. She was everywhere. She, she had her fingers in so many pies. And right. Hot pies. Yeah, just so That's many hot. hot, hot pies. And <laughs> it was um, 
She they were recorded in a hotel room in night vision, which I totally remember because everybody was like, "This is weird." Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember like I remember seeing like obviously like the safe for work clips of yeah, yeah, yeah. what was going on yeah. and like how crazy it was. And that was titled One Night in Paris. Well, which... the thing about Paris Hilton too is like she was so. She's so fucking smart. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, dumb dude. she's dumb fucking smart. Like, yeah. Not dumb smart. Not... She, she's very intelligent. She's she knows how to so fucking smart. work what she, she has. She worked. She worked it. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Still. Like, she's and still she still does. working it. Well, and she has, like, so many... She has her hands in still so many different pies. She's, she's fisting business, pies, dude. She's fisting <laughs> pies one night in Paris. No. Fist her? It barely but even was, matter. <laughs> but there was, um, there's, like, this huge thing during that time period where she, like, didn't fucking talk to any fucking mm-hmm. paparazzi. Like, she was, like, fucking Scott clean. And that's why I remember yeah. it being such a big deal, was because she, like, nothing. Not a fucking speck of dirt. Like, people tried to make shit up about yeah. her, like, oh, fucking drunk in public, or whatever the fuck. Her and Nicole. I feel like they found a lot more shit on Nicole What's-Her-Face than um, they ever did on Paris Hilton, because yeah. when she was doing things normally in paparazzi, like, she never got in anybody's face. She was super respectful. She, like, made this image of herself, and mm-hmm. she worked it, and she fucking profited off of yeah, it, dude. and she's she nailed it. fucking crazy. Fucking nailed Feminist it. Feminist icon. Don't yeah, give a fuck. For real. Um, <laughs> Hulk Hogan also had some sex tapes floating around. I feel like you ever needed to give see that. Um, I think he also, yeah, he sued Gawker for $100 million for defamation and loss of privacy and emotional pain. What even is Gawker? Is that, it's just like a like a weird like yeah. BuzzFeed site, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. one of the older ones? Yeah. They just leak a bunch of porn? Yeah, <laughs> like, Apparently. Just, that's where you go for your celebrity sex tapes. Um, Kim Kardashian, notably, yeah. had one in 2003. Bitch, you um, should do it for the love, like Ray J. <laughs> Ray J. <laughs> so, and that's how she, that brought her... Uh, front and center. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this one's weird to me. Gene Simmons. Was it his wife? Because don't they have, like, a whole show about being a family? Yeah. <laughs> he was engage- engaging in sexual activity with an unnamed woman. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, I just thought that was weird. So <laughs> I wanted to say it. With the consent... Without his consent yeah. or knowledge. Oh, yeah, okay. that one was huh. whatever. And then Ursher. Ursher had one, too. Ursher? Yeah. His car was broken into, and he had two laptops in there and two video cameras. And on one of those laptops was Usher's sex tape with his ex-wife. Dang. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, those are just some of the notable sex tapes um, of celebrities. And there are many more, but those are my... Faves. Faves, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean... What a long, strange trip it's been to finally be here near the end of our journey. Yeah. Looking at all of the things that make this the current industry of sex at least this small part of it. And this is just like a fucking, like a drop in the bucket compared to like everything else that's out there. Because yeah. you can only do like so much research and you can only focus in so many areas. Yeah. For a specific we're just time. picking the things that come to mind. Yeah. 
that are, that directly things. are like influencing yeah. not in because my life is not influenced by porn obviously no. but like you know like i most have of the time. most of the time <laughs> every tuesday at 8 15 p.m in my special time i get my bubble bath going fucking queue up some porn we're doing the thing it's a porn bath <laughs> it's a porn bath um but, like, I do, like, I do have friends that are sex workers, and I do have friends that are cam girls, and I do have friends that work in the sex industry, and even burlesque kind of, like, branches mm-hmm. into that, yeah, because, you are, know, classically, it's, yeah. technically sex workers, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of, like, it's something that's definitely at the forefront of my internet experience. Yeah. Um, and really everybody's when you look at the technological advances that have come from it, and I think that's kind of, like why we're having this conversation. Right. This is what we're doing. Yeah. What are you going to plan? Not much, honestly. Um, But it is the Steam Halloween sale. So I am narrowing down which games I want to purchase. (laughs) So I'm trying to decide right now if I want to buy, like, a couple of little, like, you know, $3 games, or if I want to just buy, like, a $20 Big boy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What are your, uh, what's on your list? I keep thinking about the Call of Cthulhu, which is right now like $19 or something. I think that that one I saw previews for and it looked pretty good. I think I might do that. Because mm-hmm. I keep, like, there's, you know, I always think like, oh, I can buy a bunch of little games, but then I'm, I rarely get to them in a timely manner. So, like, my right. Steam library is just filled with games I haven't installed yet. Yeah. Um, but I've been thinking about this Call of Cthulhu game since it was announced, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to play it. Because I like Cthulhu stuff, and yeah. it looks kind of fun, so... Yeah. I might just buy the bullet and buy that tomorrow, because I get paid tomorrow. Yeah. on Friday. Um, so, we've been playing Medieval. My friend and I. Medieval. Medieval. Yeah. You. You don't. Okay. So like it was like a like an old game for like the PlayStation One. Oh. Okay. I know. Like back in that like fucking Crash Bandicoot era. I totally Um, have it. So yeah, you fucking play Sir Dan, and uh, there's this like evil wizard that like fucking you're like in this epic battle with, and then fucking dies, and then you die, obviously because that's how time works. Right. (laughs) Um, But then the wizard comes back from the dead, and then you get summoned back from the dead, but you're like a skeleton boy. So like yeah. it's super fucking cute. It's I love really a adorable. Boy. Right. I'm so everybody loves the skeleton boy. Um. So I've been been playing that. Um. And then I've also watched him play like a little bit of Code Vein, which is like mm-hmm. anime Bloodborne. Cool. I think he just relates everything to Bloodborne, <laughs> which is super great and adorable. Um. And then what else have I been playing? I haven't played Overwatch because I just don't I feel either. comfortable yeah. playing Blizzard games right now. So I've been trying to like kind of look for other games that I can play. I did start streaming Soma last night because it's spooky yeah. season. So I've been doing that a little bit. I kind of, before you move, I feel like we have to go to Overclocked. Yeah. What are you doing right now? What are you doing I tomorrow? I have to make cookies. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow's that. Halloween. What are you doing Friday night? <clears throat> um. I have a... Th- I can't. No. No. What are you doing? I close Saturday night. So I have a party Saturday night. Yeah. Sunday is the indie party. I probably won't go to that. 
fucking lame. <laughs> Maybe Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Cool. I can definitely do Tuesday. Cool. Um, we'll do Tuesday night. I have to go pick up my prize from winning. Yeah. The door prize at some point. So yeah. Come here, Kiki. All right. And thanks for tuning in. Um, hit us up on all the social medias. Yep. Um, make sure to send us your like first time seeing porn stories and your questions that you want to ask a cam girl. Yeah, that one's a big one. Questions that you want to ask a cam girl is a big one because we'll want to be able to ask her questions. Yeah. Outside of what questions are questions are questions 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 and questions questions please yes yeah um but yeah so that one's gonna be a really important one and then also like we would love to be able to share this experience with you our viewership um so please write in and tell us all of the juicy details about you and And, the internet uh, go ahead and tell your friends about this podcast yeah definitely so if you see us on social media things like twitter like a like and share do so much and it just takes a second also if you're a good friend you know Fucking help support your your friends that make content because that's important. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye.